Good morning, gang, and uh, and welcome to uh, Guy Atchison's uh, Reinventing the Tattoo Community. Um, you're watching Drawing for Tattooers with me, James Wisdom. Um, and again, welcome to uh, to the Reinventing the Tattoo Community, uh, where tattooers, apprentices, collectors, and the curious are encouraged to join these live streams. Uh, real-world events uh, to share, inspire, and ultimately create better art and tattoos together. Uh, we beam out nearly uh, every day, and with uh, your help, we've evolved into a quality network of amazing live and on-demand tattoo and art shows that have been receiving rave reviews. Uh, you can find Reinventing the Tattoo at uh, the App Store, uh, the Apple App Store uh, and Google Play Store, as well as uh, our YouTube channel, our Facebook page, our uh, Roku, uh, reinventingthetattoo.com slash Roku, um, where we actually have uh, 12 to 15 channels going at any given time, uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Uh, you can also catch our podcast on major podcast directories. Uh, so here, let me, I'm gonna, let me share my, share my screen with you. So you can see. <laughs> Shucks. I'll try this again. Share my screen. Oops. Is it sharing it? This one? How about now? Reinventing the tattoo? No? All right, hold on. <laughs> uh, uh, share. How about now? Is it sharing the reinventing the tattoo? No? Huh. Well, we will uh, <laughs> we'll proceed. Uh, so, um, you can watch me read my notes. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully I'll be able to figure out all of our technical difficulties here before too long. Let's see. And... Okay, so uh, yeah, so we have reinventing the tattoo twenty four seven on our Roku channel uh, thirteen. Yeah, okay. Uh, da, 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 already already said that. Okay, we also have professional development courses available on demand um, from over uh, 20 world-class tattoo artists. So be sure to tag a friend who loves tattoos. Uh, maybe it's a friend or a coworker, um, or somebody who's thinking about getting in, uh, you know, getting a tattoo, um, or someone who's trying to get into the industry. Be sure to tag them here with uh, with our community and uh, let them know about it. Um, uh, so these sessions are designed to be helpful for everyone from enthusiasts to collectors to other artists. Uh, we have a number of weekly staple shows and we encourage people to tune in. So beginning on Sundays at 1 p.m. Eastern, uh, we have uh, Sunday Skill Building with Jason Leeser, uh, where we talk through, uh, you know, building up our skill sets and, uh, <laughs> um, and uh, you know, and what, what sort of a project we're going to be working on for the week, right? Uh, on Mondays at 9 a.m. Eastern, there's drawing for tattooers with me, James Wisdom. Uh, 
And this show is about the fundamentals of drawing and uh, we cover different drawing techniques and strategies to help us become better artists. Um, uh, so on Mondays at 11 a.m., there's the Tattoo Weekly hosted by Lauren Gregory, uh, Jake Meeks of the Fireside Tattoo Network and uh, Gabe Ripley of Tattoo Now. That's all followed at 5 p.m. Eastern's um, uh, with the uh, Let's Talk About Feelings with Robbie Ripple. And finally, at 9 p.m. on Mondays, it's a long day, we have the subscribers exclusive drawing groups led by Guy Atchison and uh, Sandy McAndrews. Um, so that's Monday. It's a, it's a big day. On Tuesdays at uh, 10 a.m. Eastern, we have the Tuesday Fields Drawing Group with Ricardo Sturdivant. Uh, and that's, uh, uh, that's followed on Wednesdays at uh, 1 p.m. Uh, with the Tattoo Now show. Uh, we talk about the business side of tattooing and what, you know, uh, what are the new developments and what can we do better. Uh, and finally, Thursdays at 6 p.m., uh, there's the Tattoo Collecting 101 podcast with Fawn Baker. Uh, so we'd like to take a quick minute and thank some of our sponsors. Um, begin with uh, Raw Pigments. Raw Pigments uh, is a company that's tapping into the source, rawpigments.co. Uh, these are acrylic-free, vegan-friendly, powder-based pigments. Uh, be sure to check them out. They saturate this, uh, the skin super well. I personally use them, um, and I've really been having great results. Uh, and so they are, they are absolutely incredible. Um, check them out at uh, rawpigments.co. Uh, next, we'd like to mention uh, worldtattooevents.com. Uh, worldtattooevents.com is the largest, most comprehensive resource for tattoo events worldwide. They're constantly keeping everything up to date. And, um, you know, as we know, we're living in a post-pandemic world and things are constantly being rescheduled. So for the latest and greatest tattoo events information, what's coming to a town near you, take a look at worldtattooevents.com. DLyze Pro, or otherwise known as Dermalize, um, is, a, is a bandage that has been designed to protect your tattoos, right? So protect your art. If you're still using plastic wrap to wrap up your tattoos after you're done with them, it's probably time to step up your game. DLize Pro is developed by wound care specialists uh, and specifically designed to help heal tattoos. Uh, so there are tons of videos out there uh, to help you understand like how to use it and, and what are the benefits. So uh, be sure to check out DLize Pro, otherwise known as Dermalize in the rest of the world. Um, TattooNow.com. TattooNow.com is a technology company for tattooers uh, on the leading edge of professional development, management, and digital tools for tattoo artists of all levels. Um, they have uh, upgrades, they have uh, mailing lists, and CRM software. Uh, they've got professional development tools of all different types, um, including videos from BJ Betts and Bob Tyrell. So be sure to check out uh, uh, TattooNow.com. Um, and keep on the, the cutting edge of tattoo technology. And of course, uh, last but not least, um, this wouldn't be the reinventing tattoo community without, uh, without recognizing Guy Atchison. Guy Atchison is the founder and inspiration behind reinventing the tattoo. You can find Guy Atchison at guyatchison.com. So go to guyatchison.com where you can pick up a copy of his Biomech Encyclopedia. He also has DVDs, custom coil machines, original paintings, as well as uh, lots and lots of prints. So that's, again, that's guyatchison.com. 
Um, so we'd like to also give a quick shout out to some of our affiliates, um, the Apprenticeship Diaries uh, with Amy Nichols. So if you're a person just starting your tattoo journey or if you know somebody who is, uh, be sure to recommend the Apprenticeship Diaries. Um, also the uh, Fireside Tattoo Network um, uh, with Jake Meeks. He is uh, he's a tattoo artist and also uh, he also provides tattoo education so it is one of our affiliates and so we're you know we're proud to we're proud to be associated with the fireside tattoo network um and so as always we ask that you please post a positive review on our channel hit that like and subscribe button and help us get the word out uh and if you like these drawing groups and episodes uh you know you find them enjoyable um you know be sure to be sure to leave that positive review if you would like to host a reinventing the tattoo event or become a sponsor of the community um be sure to, to email management at reinventingthetattoo.com. Uh, so uh, welcome to today's show. How you doing, gang? Are you ready to draw? Absolutely. Yeah, excellent. Excellent. Let me, uh, let's see Yeah. So I was having some technical difficulties earlier. Um, hey, Spirit, how are you doing? Feel free to, you all, you all can feel free to unmute. That'd, that'd be great to hear from you. Yeah, so uh, I just want to say that um, last time I said something uh, during my introduction that I would like to take back, I said that I hope this class helps as much as I need it. And I realized that it's not about the class. It's not about this. It's about the work that I put in every single day. It's about how much, you know, am I going to put into this? And so I just wanted to say that. I love that. No, I, I think, I think that's totally right. Like um, you, you'll get what you, you know, you'll get out of it, what you put into it. I think that's, that's true. And so again, I hope I can put in, I hope I can put in, you know, uh, the adequate like spirit as well, right. For you all that you, you know, that I can be, I, I can be helpful um, that. Uh, and then of course we will grow together. Right? I think that's, I think it's a, it, that's a whole, that's the whole point of the community is that we're all, um, uh, we all want to become who we are. And so we're putting mm -hmm. in this work together. We're, um, we're going to struggle together. And then, and through that process, like, you know, um, what will emerge is, you know, is, uh, is something that is more experienced than before. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I love and that. I have I'm a, I have a question. That. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Um, I was doing a tattoo yesterday and ha have you ever gotten to a point like I feel like I I'm not gonna say it feels like I used to be better but it feels like now when I'm learning more art and learning like value structure form it feels like when I'm tattooing now I almost don't know what to do um it, it it feels like I'm back at, even after learning so much, it feels like I'm back at square one. Did, can you relate to that? Uh, absolutely. Uh, I think I think a part of it is is you're developing your critical eye, right? You're really developing a critical eye. We can be our own worst critic, right? And in that way, we can be, mm -hmm. you know, we can become an enemy to ourselves. So I think, um, you know, what I've found a lot of, uh, what I've found very useful is is you know is being as prepared as i can for the tattoo and so um 
I've, I've come to this conclusion, like that doing a tattoo, it's, it's an application of, you know, of, uh, of something, right? So I'm, I'm really just applying, uh, like, you know, I'm, you know, like you were talking about all, all of the skills, right? So the value, line work, form, all of those things, there's going to be plenty of stuff that pops up, you know, there's going to be plenty of like, you know, there's unknowns that will, that will, that will arise as you're working, but as the much, as much as you can do to care for the image prior to, and then, so you're not having, you know, so you're, you're, you're more like, you know, responding to, to the situation as it, as it develops. Um, I think that's going to, it leads to, to more confidence, right. And better results. So, mm-hmm. um, so the more that you can, the more, uh, preparation. So do the value studies, do the, you know, do the color studies, try to get it, try to get it as finished, finished as you can and have your reference in a good place that you can look at it. Um, that's going to, that's going to help a lot. I, I think while, while doing the tattoo, because there's a lot to worry about, you know, there's the, there's a live body in front of you and you have to care about them as well. Um, the more problems uh, you solve before you start the tattoo, the better. I think I think so. Well, the 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 more able you'll be able to you know to 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 work through any of those problems that you didn't see coming. You know what I mean? It's the one, like, you know, you're worried about you know you'll be worried about like how do I shade this and then they pass out. (laughs) 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 That can happen. You know what I mean? And that like you know it can throw you off. It can throw you off the game. I think. And so I I think. you're probably already doing that stuff, but if you feel like, how do I, how do I do it more Then I, I just put, I'd put more emphasis on that, on those areas and, and really try to, um, try, try hard to, uh, to, to build, to, to build in what you need. So you feel confident. Right. And if it's flash, uh-huh. if it's like something that it's, you know, it's already kind of prefigured for you. That's what they want. You know, like, I think there can be a real fulfillment in executing it like the way, you know, in that way. A lot of times too, we're going to, you know, like we're going to copy people. We're going to emulate. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And, you know, I think, you know, maybe for, maybe, you know, when I was, when I was really, you know, trying to study art and learn like how to become an artist and stuff, I had this, I had a lot of hangups about it. Like, why should I, you know, make my artwork like somebody else's. But I really believe mm-hmm. now is that like, that you, that we, we all do that and you need to do it. And it's through that process that you actually emerge, right? Like who it is you are. So we copy people who, who we respect. We really look up to them. We try to, we try to emulate what it is they're doing. Um, and, through that process we we come out of it the other side you know who we are it may sound counterintuitive but you know it's um it's we all stand on the shoulders of giants and all of that stuff right so mm-hmm. um that's that's what i think is uh that's something i'm it's a lesson i'm constantly learning right that my my you know my bright ideas will come out of it rather than bring them trying to always bring them you know forward trying to force it so but um, but yeah, I, I I hope that's I hope you I hope you go forward with with confidence, and that you also like you know that doing these little drawing exercises are, uh, a way of connecting our our 
our minds and our and our bodies, right? Our you know our hands and our eyes. We do these simple things, and you know, and I think, I think, studying history, uh, studying how you know, studying all these these different approaches to making art, perspective, value, the human figure, which we're gonna we're gonna do today. We're gonna study. We're gonna do some more human figure drawings, which would be nice. Um, that stuff that stuff is really gonna like it, it it all comes together you know for you and it's there for you when you need it and so I, that's what i that's what i really um i believe it and it, it's it's not instantaneous right nobody can just hand it to you it it takes um it takes your your dedicated effort like you were saying earlier spirit like that's you know it's what you put into it it's that you're going to work hard and you're going to get you're going to get from it what you've, you know, what you're putting into it. So um, I just really, I really appreciate, I really appreciate your sentiment today. And I really, and I appreciate where you're coming from too. Like that's, you know, it's like, I relate to what you're saying. And it's, it's really, I think it's really brave to be vulnerable and to like, you know, say, I have this, I have this thing that's like, I have a question. Um, and that's, that's what I hope this space can be is a place where we can, you know, we can all sort of relate to each other. We can ask questions. I'm sure I'll, you know, I, I learned from you all too, just as much as, you know, this as much as anything. So I'm really, you know, I'm really grateful. So, um, right on, right on. So, uh, I've got something to share. Hopefully my screen will work this time. Let me see if I can share it with you. Give me just a second here. Uh, this, all right. Okay. So how about this? Is that sharing? Yeah. yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, so um, let me see here. Uh, for some reason, where is my, ah, oh, geez. Geez Louise. Well, hopefully um, you can, hopefully it's working. Yeah, all right, there we go. That's what I wanted. Wanted to make it a little bit fuller, fuller screen so we can see it. Okay, so this is uh, the skeleton. So we're going to be drawing the figure, and I think it's really uh, it can be really helpful, you know, to 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 have this understanding to contextualize what it is we're looking at, you know. Um, and so um, the skeleton, right? It's it's the structure that you know that that holds up all of the surface details that we see. So, of course, we're going to, you know, so we tattoo. So we, you know, we're always thinking about, like, how the tattoo looks on, on the surface. You know, right underneath that is, the, you know, it's, it's obviously on top of flesh, on top of that surface. Right underneath there is muscles and fat and, uh, and, and cartilaginous material. Of course, beneath it are the bones. And so for the most part, uh, a lot of us have, you know, all the same bones. If you're, you know, some, some people actually, you know, can be born with, a, you know, with maybe a, a bone less here or there, or maybe a bone more here or there. Mm -hmm. Everybody's different. But, but having, you know, but having an understanding of, you know, sort of a place to start with, um, it can be really helpful. And something interesting too, when you really start to learn about the skeleton, you almost develop a, a, a form of like x-ray vision. So you start to look at, you can look at a body part and you can sort of, you like, I know that, you know what I mean? I know how that works down there. And uh, it can be, I think it, uh, so 
what is it, how does this pertain to tattooing? Well, I really believe that like, you know, if you can sort of understand this structure, you know, internalize it, when you're going to put on the, the you know, your designs, there may be ways that you can work with the, the bony structure as well as the musculature too, right? There's gonna, you know, there's gonna be a little bit of both. Sometimes we do this intuitively, but you know, when we're in the design phase, we could take some of this into account and that can be, I think, really powerful. So, well, anyway, um, just wanted to sort of go over, you know, just a little bit of uh, this, uh, some of this information. Um, and so uh, a couple of bony landmarks that I think are really very important as far as drawing the human figure, which is really gonna be our focus today. Um, top of the skull, right? So the skull, of course, is a, is a really important, you know, it's a really important relationship. And a lot of times we can think about, uh, let me see if, I'm a, if I can annotate here. Uh, maybe. Oh, uh, yeah, I can annotate with this. Okay, so draw with this, I guess. Okay. All right. So, uh, oh, shucks. Uh, view enables, enable scrolling. Let me scroll. Oh, well, let me see it. All right. Well, the top of the, the top of the head and the chin, it, you know, using that as a, as a, as a ratio that we can then sort of, um, we can determine the overall proportions, um, is a really helpful way to measure the human figure right so if you were to measure from the top of the head to the chin um to the chin right and then take this take this amount right and then scroll down a little bit let me see uh, you know roughly right you you would find that there would be a certain amount of head heights in the overall height of the figure Sometimes artists sort of like do it, use a shorthand and they'll say roughly seven and a half heads tall, right? That's a, that's a that's what artists say that a lot. Um, again, I think just like we're saying, like it's, that's, it's a principle. So it's not, it's not, it's and in, in so far that it's true, it can also be false, right? People can have other proportions. So it's good to test it. Right. So, you know, if you're uh, if you want to if you want to design something out of your head, it can be a nice place to start because you can, you know, uh, it's it's close to what we would what a lot of people would recognize. Seven and a half heads tall would would be uh, would, would be fairly common. But if you want to give, you know, some other kind of uh, impression, there are others, other sort of proportions that you can use. Uh, eight heads tall is sort of considered like a heroic sort of um, uh, sort of proportion. So, um, so anyway, uh, so, the, so that's, that is like the first, you know, proportion. That's the first sort of bony set of bony landmarks that, that I want to sort of uh, talk about the, the head itself and how you can sort of use it vertically to measure out the, uh, to measure out the height of the figure. Um, next, let me see if I scrolling down would, uh, um, See if scrolling down would help. Jeez uh, Louise. Stop annotating. Okay, cool. So I'd scroll down here a little bit. Um, the back of the, let's see if, will you let me erase those things? 
Uh, eraser. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. All right. So the back of the uh, the back of 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 your figure, right? It can actually be, you know, uh, as individual as the front. Even though, you know, we see a lot of character in the face, um, it's how we recognize people often. Your back is, is as individual as, as, your, as your front. So, you know, again, as you are looking at somebody's back, there's going to be, uh, there's going to be some telltale, um, some telltale uh, bony landmarks. Um, here on the front, I will point out right here at the shoulders, right here at the shoulders, right there, right there, if you can see those dots. So this is, uh, this is a particular uh, spot where the clavicle or your collarbone, it actually meets your shoulder or the scapula. This joint is called, it's called the acromioclavicular joint, but just for short, AC joint. And so if I zoom in a bit, um, let me get rid of one of those. If I zoom in a bit, perhaps we can, uh, there we go. You can see, you know, so as when we look at, when we look at the figure, you might see this little, there's this little bump that you're gonna see. So the deltoid or the, you know, or your, uh, you know, your shoulder here. And there's this little, this little bony landmark that will sort of slight protrusion, right? It's where the clavicle meets the shoulder blade. Um, this can be a really, great spot to measure and to sort of and to draw um the next one that i wanted to to point out is uh sternal notch right sternal notch so right there the sternal notch uh okay again it's your clavicles and then where it meets the sternum right so the sternum is this middle bone uh it's what connects all of your rib cage together so when you're first starting out, you know, you're, you're getting the proportions of your figure. You can start with sort of the overall head height, right? Block it in, right? You want however many heads tall this figure is going to be. And then you can start to look for these other bony landmarks. Where is that clavicle? Where is that, where is the, you know, another word, jugular notch, right? Because, you know, because of your, your jugular. Um, where are these, where are these, uh, AC joint. Where does the clavicle and the and the shoulder sort of meet up? These can be really really useful as uh, as landmarks because again you know we sort of see this figure. It's got all this stuff going on. It's like where do you even start? Start with the head. Draw the head first, or like you know you don't have to draw all the details of the eyelashes and all that stuff, but just the overall like how tall is it and how how tall is the rest of the figure? Um, okay. And then again, that will help you out with the back. You know, if you're gonna use the back, you know, you can definitely, you know, you can obviously see um, like uh, the AC joints, right? The, the, you know, where the, where the shoulder and the, and the clavicles are meeting. Okay. So um, next, I like this side view. I'm gonna back up, maybe I can back up a bit. Okay, good. Hopefully y'all can see it. Okay, so um, with the side view, we have uh, we have it um, we have it uh, the anatomical center right so the anatomical center you can see it's 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 right there at the at the pelvis right at the bottom of the pelvis there's a portion of the pelvis here called the synthesis pubis uh, um, 
And so basically like it's your whole upper, your head, you also have the cervical, right? So your head and your cervical, and then also your thoracic, and then all of, for the most part, all of your leg, right? That's a basically like half and half of the body, right? So we're gonna draw the legs in. Oftentimes it can be challenging, like how long do I make the legs? You pretty much, for the most part, you know, you can usually think about like a standing figure, you're gonna find this relationship about, about half, of, half of its legs and the other half of it is the rest of the body. So um, we can see the spine, you know, pretty well here. I guess you can, we can see it up here, you know, on this back view, um, just to, you know, just to sort of think about it. Uh, we, have, uh, we have all of the, the spine that supports our, you know, our skull, which is the neck. So this is referred to as the cervical spine. We have seven vertebrae in there. And the seventh one is called C7. Um, why am I mentioning that? Well, because here on the side view, we can see it much more prominently. So oftentimes with, you know, oftentimes this is where like sort of the, the back really begins. So we start thinking about like a tattoo, like where does the back kind of begin? We can kind of see it, right? You could actually even touch. And there's, it's, it's this protrusion here. So at, at the, you know, on your spine, we have these little processes. There's the, these are the spiky parts of the of your spine. So the spinous process. And so the C7 is really kind of like it's the end of the cervical vertebra and it's the beginning of the thoracic vertebra. So we have seven cervical, we have 12 thoracic, so two ribs on each. So we got 24 ribs. And we've got five lumbar, and that's sort of like, you know, that's the lower back. They're much, much wider. You can see, you know, like you can really see the difference, right, on this this last uh, thoracic vertebra, and then all of, all of the lumbar ones that get much wider. And that's like, that's your, you know, that's your core. That's what supports your body. Um, and then it's, uh, and then it, here we can see, you know, the, this is um, the ilium, right? Or the pelvis, right? And then finally, uh, like, uh, so the, the, the coccyx, the synthesis pubis is these two, these two, where this, these two, uh, are called, they're called foramen, obturator foramina. That's where the bottom of your pelvis sort of meets. And that is this, that is this anatomical center that I was talking about earlier, right? So you think about just dividing this, the whole figure in half, boom, boom, right? Just all that stuff I was talking about earlier, your neck and your, you know, and your torso and even your lower, even, even your, your lower back, all that together is one half of the body and then the rest all legs right i hope that's i hope that is is somewhat helpful um, so yeah I, I uh just it can it can be i think especially when we're you know we're tattooing and stuff body shapes are so different you know and so you know you're you'll 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 definitely sort of find out like what it is that's going to work for your particular you know the subject you're going to work on, the person you're going to work with. But um, anyway, yeah. So I think that's hopefully, hopefully that was the thing that's going to really like stick with us today. I know I probably hit you with a lot of stuff, but I think like sort of thinking about the body in terms of like uh, you can divide it in half and it's right where you think it would be right at the crotch. Right. That's, that's halfway. So um, all of your upper body and halfway right at the crotch 
is that's where the lower half starts. And that's a good way, I think, to sort of, um, you know, to approach it. And so, you know, especially if the body is seated, right? If you want to sort of draw the legs in perspective or some, you know, like, uh, uh, there's all there's all sorts of things you may want to do with lower body, but sort of keeping that in mind, right? That there's it needs to have this relationship proportionally, that roughly, you know, it's a good place to start. It's a principle, right? It's a good place to start. You're going to need this sort of half and half sort of situation going. Okay. Can you so, um, Bill, can go you, ahead. Can you kind of figure that where the wrist is, if the arm is hanging down, it's going to hit at the center point too. That's a, I think that that's a, that. That's a little bit lower on that one, is it not? Well, pretty close. You were, you're breaking up a little bit. I, I couldn't hear the, the last part of your question. Could you say it one more time? I'm just, I'm just looking, um, like if your arm is down, is your wrist right about the center? About that, about that. It, it's, so I, that's a really good point. It's a little, it's gonna be a little bit lower. Right. So if your arm, yeah, if your arm is hanging down, probably like, you know, uh, so this is also another point. So what I'm pointing at here, um, so this is the femur bone, right? The ball and socket, it sort of, you know, goes into the pelvis. This is, uh, this is called the, this little, this little protuberance right here is called the greater trochanter. You can see it lines up right with this anatomical center. Okay. So if you're seeing somebody on the side, there's that, but you're, but you're very close. So, uh, so, um, uh, so think about it, it's going to be just a little lower, okay. right? So if you're going to, so if you're going to draw arms at the side, the arm is going to extend a little lower. The fingers, you can see the full extension are about halfway mm -hmm. along the, along the, uh, the femur, right? So the, the upper leg itself, um, but that's, I mean, that's a really nice association to think of it, you know, like how that works. Um, you see the back of the arm here. So your, your, your elbow is a, is a part of your ulna, right? So, and everybody, you know, like you, you can look at your own arm. So you've got your elbow, right? And then you're going to have this little bone that sticks up right, right there, like on, at the end of your, you know, at the, at the distal end of your arm, right? That's all one bone. That's your ulna. Uh, so the your uh, your elbow is called the olecranon process, and then this little part here is called the uh, the head of the ulna, the ulnar head. Your wrist bones uh, they actually start they actually start they're in your they're in your hand kind of right. I think we think about the wrist as being like you know here roughly, but it's actually all the the bones of the wrist are they're they're in this portion of the hand. We can kind of see it if I if I scroll over here to this uh, to this hand here. Right? There's there's that there's that bump that we we're talking about. Right? This is the radius. It's a much uh, so it's a it's big down here, closer towards your hand is the radius, radius and ulna that make the two bones. I think this is like, you know, I like it with a chicken wing. You know what I mean? They got the same <laughs> they got the same bones. So you can actually sort of twist it and you can pull them out. Um, these are our bones, right? So uh, our elbow bone, much bigger at the elbow. And then of course it gets much smaller down here. A radius, much bigger, closer to the hand. And then it gets really kind of small. And what you see instead 
is the larger muscles of the forearm and stuff that really covers up that bit. I know I, I get I really get into the weeds with it, but but yeah, your wristy your wrist bones, your carpal bones are kind of really more in your hand, right? And then the metacarpals are these the four bones that make up your where your knuckles sit. Uh, and then we've got phalanges; those are the you know the, the you know the rest of your fingers. There's three of them, you know, and then that makes up the rest of the you know the the digit. And so anyway, um, so as you're looking for sure, if your if your arm is at the side, what you'll notice, right, is that it's close, it's very close to this, you know, your you know, the head of your ulna, very close to this anatomical center, the center of the body. But fingers fully extended, right? Like somebody's kind of standing at attention, or even like, you know, even like bus stop, you're standing at the bus stop, you're just sort of standing there. Your hand is gonna extend you know, to about roughly, I can back up a little bit, roughly half of the, half of your, your upper leg. This makes sense because that's where our pockets and stuff are, you know what I mean? So you can stick your hands in your pockets comfortably. Um, it, like, that's why, <laughs> that's why hands were invented that way for pockets, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what came first, right? The hand or the pocket, I don't know. But, but anyway, um, I like that. That's exactly, what we're supposed to do we're supposed to look for those um we're supposed to look for those uh relationships we can see here like sort of the top of the uh the, the crest here the top of of the pelvis there's there is like you know your elbow is a little bit higher than that right so you know when you're when you're looking at the body it can be i think just like just like spirit like you were talking about earlier earlier when you know you're like in the middle of it you're in the heat of it it's like I don't know what to do all the time. Sometimes, you know, like uh, you can go back and reference, you know, you may, it may be in your memory, but you may reference back to, oh yeah, the body is, you know, we can divide it in half. We can do two, we can do two halves and then that'll help, right? Um, right. Or like, or there's like, you know, this bony landmark, the AC joint, right? Uh, it's It's like, a little bit wider than you know it's it's like a little bit wider than the widest part right widest part here of the hips right we think is you know it's it's like it's the widest part of the body but um you know right there it's just a it, it because of the addition of the arms it just gets a little bit wider right there so um you'll you'll look for these relationships and i think you're gonna um it's gonna help as you're because the human body is so complicated um to draw especially if you're you know like you're really trying to figure it out and um anyways yeah i i think let's let's try to draw i think that'd be a lot of fun so let me see if i can't uh uh let me see if i can't get that together for us uh come on so let me see i'm gonna stop sharing this and again, that was uh, that was from an anatomy book um, by Stephen Peck, Anatomy for the Artist. Uh, it's a it's a really it's a really interesting, uh, useful like anatomy book uh, for artists. It's artist specific. There's a lot of anatomy books. Um, there's a lot of anatomy books, and so you know um, some are really more for doctors. They're going to have a lot of the internal stuff. Uh, they're going to have you know like 
veins and arteries, which, you know, could be useful to know, but, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily pertain to like drawing figure as much. Um, and then, and then as tattooers, we don't go that deep that, you know what I mean? That we don't really go deep enough that we're going to have to really worry about like, you know, veins and arteries so much. It's more like for people who do phlebotomy or, you know, to give injections and things. Um, but, but anyways, um, let me see again. I want to, let me see if I can't, can do my webcam how's this look my webcam I, th I think it's the i think it might be the worst webcam ever invented so it's it's really really blurry but i appreciate your patience here all right and then share my screen let's see uh okay hold on a second i was having some uh I was having these these issues earlier let me see if i can't Nope, not that one. I'm gonna I'm just gonna turn turn that one off. Uh -huh. mm. Okay. So there, and then this. Cool. Let's see. Does this? Let me know if you can see. Is it the reinventing one now? <laughs> no, it's just a black screen. Just a black screen, huh? Shucks. It looks oh, like it's thinking, that's... but it's buffering. Yeah. Oh, okay. There we go. Is that it? Is it up now? Oh, was so you can see... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank <laughs> you. I I want to I want to say it's pose maniacs. <laughs> maniacs. I like that. That's that's. I think that's way better. Um. Okay. So. Let's see if we can, uh, we should do a couple of quick sketches. So um, let's see here, learn, oh, back. Let's do a couple of these quick drawings, right? So I'm gonna go with, go with like a two minute one, okay? And so these would just be two, Two minute quick sketches, and I don't, I have no idea which ones are going to show us. Um, hopefully, something that we talked about could be helpful in doing these sketches. But remember, you just want to keep it loose, want to like just uh, sort of draw through. And I think that will, um, again, that, that ought to be, uh, that ought to be useful, you know, for. Right, so let's hit start and. Um, three minute ones. Ready to draw? What's that? They're going to be three minute ones. Is it three minutes? Yeah, because it's hundred. Yeah, three minutes, hundred and eighty seconds. Thank yes. you. I'm like, the three minutes, three minutes, everybody. Here we go. Look at, look at that. It's a, it's a full standing figure. I'm trying not to mess with it. Oh my god, I'm messing this up. Okay, how about that? Oh shit. How about there? That's perfect. Leave well enough alone. All right, perfect. Let's do it. Three minutes, right? So, again, uh, I'm, I'm personally, I'm just gonna start off with like, with a, with a composition i'm going to go over the, the top and the bottom and then i'm going to divide it in half you know so i've got like you know an upper half and a lower half and then i just i'm going to put the the figure again i want to try to find the there's an s sort of shape we were looking at spines and stuff earlier like this, sort of, this s s shaped sort of quality to it 
the next important thing I think to remember is just like thinking about the balance, right? Can the figure balance on the base, right? It's its feet. So see the evidence of that AC joint we were talking about. So that's nice. The arms are really foreshortened. So you know, do your best with that. But just uh, remember, just try to think about it like in terms of like a shape, you know, just think about the shapes that you may, that you may sort of be seeing. Don't worry about making it look like a hand. Um, if you, if you were to get all the shapes really accurately, then it will just sort of look like a hand. So go. You also think about like the negative space, something that we didn't really mention earlier, but you know, like the, the space between the, the rib cage here on the back and then where the arm, where the arms uh, sort of extended to, um, where the body is not, right, the negative space, that can be um, something that you can look to, to help, help guide you. And something that, uh, that Guy Atchison talks about too, when he says, uh, he says pause and neg or positive and negative. So the, it's usually re reference to the value, but the body and the, ah, here we go. So there's another one. I'm going to turn off that one. Do this one. Another, uh, cool standing pose. So again, This, in this case, the leg is going to be a little longer than where the, you know, where the, the torso, where the head actually sort of sits. I can find that gesture. I'll move my, move my pencil around. Sort of find, find that gesture. Move the head a little bit. Yeah, how about there? I really like these figures because they're, you know, it gives us all of the muscles too that, you know, so it's a really great opportunity to kind of learn about um, the muscles. So what we're seeing here, the lots of glute, lots of the gluteus maximus, that's the, the butt muscles. Um, <laughs> we can see, see right up there between the butt muscles on this particular one. Also, we've got the lower leg too. The lower leg consists of um, the calf muscle, the 
um, name for it is the gastric nemius um, frog belly. I guess it kind of looks like a frog belly. I just like saying it too, gastric nemius. But it's really kind of, there's really two major ones in the, in, the, in the lower leg. So the calf muscle, and then there's one that's underneath it, closer to the shin bone, called the soleus. It's kind of a flat muscle. So you can kind of see that um, in these legs a little bit, soleus. All right, some pec, some neck, some of the head, roughly. These arms are almost too complicated to, to draw. <laughs> almost too, too much to even deal with. But that's the fun of the challenge, I think. Okay, cool. There's there was another one. Let's let's do one more. Oh wow. Yeah. All right. Fun. All right. So again, this one I'm not even gonna try to compose. I'm just gonna find this gesture. This seems to be a pretty fluid line where the body is at. Torso. I like to put the arms on at the end. You know what I mean? Like if you know, if I start off with an arm and try to draw the rest of the figure onto it, it can, you know, that can be it can be very challenging. So I'm not trying to claim that there's a right way. So don't get me wrong. Some people could probably do it. Um, and so more power to them. But I think, you know, for me and then like if you know, like anybody that if I'm if I'm trying to offer instruction at all, that that'd be my suggestion. Try to go with the you know, the, the bigger masses, the torso, try to get that in there first. And then think about the, the lower extremities. Because again, that's usually like kind of the foundation, often that's the foundation of like how the figure is um, supporting itself, so to speak. So, yeah, right. And kind of an alignment here between like the, let's see. Make that like a longer. Yeah, easier said than done, right? If you, you know, it's like, if you're if you're noticing like oh man that leg is not quite long enough it's probably not long enough you know and let it fall off the page if it does let it fall off better to do that than to to squeeze that in right we want to try to find those proportions you may just end up with a really nice sort of cropped image you know if you let it sort of fall off the page if it needs to um that was i think that was a real challenge for me when i was like you know studying figure drawing and stuff it's like you know I can't fit it on the page, but I want to draw that foot or whatever. Um, and then, you know, so my drawing teachers would always say just, you know, like, don't truncate. That's what I would say. So don't squeeze it in there. Let it fall off. Better to do that than to, uh, better to do that than to try to 
force it, force it in there. Okay, hand roughly. We're gonna make it. Uh, how about one more? One more time. Fun. All right, geez, this is very gestural. Like a somebody skydiving or something. Or one of those like uh you're in the wind turbine, you know what I mean? Like Yeah, the zero gravity things. Yeah, right. I've never done it, but it, it looks incredible. They look a lot, is, like a lot of fun. What do you guys think about that um, artificial intelligence art? Uh, I I like it. Um, I I still feel like there's still this need for humans, you know, agency there. But um, but I but I do also, you know, it's it's kind of like a, I don't know, like you draw with a paper and pencil, and that's I mean we we all you know we can we can understand that. And now we're like really gaining, you know, like a tablet, like I'm drawing with now, like that has gained a lot of acceptance. You know, we're mm -hmm. using Photoshop. I kind of feel like it's a natural progression, like, you know, that like, all right, so now I just type in a couple of commands and it makes the makes some artwork for me. Um, just like, you know, I'm, I'm moving my pencil around and it's, you know, my, my tablet is making this, these marks, right. you know, I'm not really making them like, uh, if we're, if we're, I'm making them, but if you want, you know, like, like, you know, our pen, I'm not making the marks. My pencil is making the marks. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, yeah. Um, so I, I feel like, I feel like we can get, we can get hung up because we have a definition about what art is and that can be, that can get in our way. But a lot of times, you know, we really appreciate, you know, movies um, and the director gets a lot of credit, you know, so maybe that's maybe that's part of what it is is like who gets the credit but i don't want oh, like what yeah. do you all think what do you all think about that's a great question spirit what do you all think about ai art any any other you know like thoughts about it i've tried it um i have like a little app and 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 you're right it, i think it, it's, it's it's definitely not going to make artists obsolete I think that right. uh, as artists, we can definitely use it as like as a as a tool to help us maybe conceptualize certain images. Um, but I, it's definitely not as advanced as a human brain, right? Uh, is um, I I can't stop. There's one more. I got to do it. We just, uh, just can't can't stop. So one more. <laughs> Well, there was, um, you know, I learned about, um, I learned about a, a painter from the Renaissance. Uh, his name was Titian. Sort of like, yeah, a, yeah. yeah, very, yeah, fairly, fairly notable, you know, like Renaissance painter. I write so anyway, there's a, one of the Ninja Turtles. 
Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. They could have he could have been the fifth ninja turtle. Um, but mm -hmm. so there was a there was a you know, this term that was invented um called Sprezzatura means the master's touch. I don't forgive me if I've mentioned this before, but like yeah, I I love this example. So Titian had a whole studio of artists, and so they'd make this make these grand paintings, altar paintings or history paintings or whatever. And uh, so he would show up, you know, when the painting was done and he would like grab his brush and just do a little, <laughs> you know, <coughs> touch it. And that's the Sprezzatura that, you know, it's now it's a Titian. Now it's, oh, now wow. it's his painting because he touched it. And so I think, you know, we want to, we want to idealize the artist as this, you know, this, you know, this really, uh, someone sort of almost like slavishly sort of like painting every brush stroke. And sometimes we do that, but also, you know, like, you know, there's, there's still, uh, there's still artisanship. There's still, you know, it, it's still illusory, right? What we make, you know, people don't, people don't know exactly what goes into it in the first place. And, um, and so, you know, like, again, so if you use the tools that you have at your disposal, tablets and stuff, or AI generated art, um, you know, it's, I still, I believe that there's, I believe that there's something, you know, that's still the creative spark can come from the artists and, uh, and that can be, um, it can still be just as, just as powerful. So that was a good example. But it does seem, it does seem a little bit like, you know, what you just came in and painted a little spot. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you want to expect a little bit more than that. But we yeah. can't all be Van Gogh. <laughs> I know. Yeah, he, uh, he really suffered. He, was a, he really suffered. Very painful life. Mm. Okay, let's let's take a little. Let's take a let's take a break here. Hold on. Let me see what's. How do I stop that? Pause. Okay. Excellent. Why don't we um uh why don't we like show what we were able to come up with? Um I'll uh let's see if I can't I don't know if mine are you know super clear or not, but again they're sketches, so maybe that's all right. So so it looks like it looks like we did uh one, two, three, four, five of them. So so here's my first one. And this, I, I really feel like it was, it was very, uh, it was almost serendipitous. Like we were talking about like the standing figure and then boom, right away we had this really nice example of a, you know, a standing figure to sort of go from. Um, again, it was like, I think the finding the foreshortening here on the arms and stuff was really quite challenging, but I'm, I'm fairly happy with the overall kind of like this height you know, relationship, the uh, length of the legs to the, you know, kind of roughly where the head is. So, um, so that was, again, that was a lot of fun. Um, next. Yeah, this kicking one. Yeah, I think uh, um, I was trying to relate it again to that whole, we were talking about that principle, like this overall this middle point, right? How tall to, how, how long legs to the torso. And because the torso was sort of set back just ever so slightly, it was a little bit, you know, we sort of see like more of a vertical 
you know, the legs had a little bit more vertical um, length than the, than the overall, like just vertically the, the, tor the torso, the upper half. Um, but it's still there, right? If, it, if, you know, there's like, if we, if we like sort of had this arc, cancel that. If we had a, we had this arc, you know, we would say like, ah, this standing, standing full height, it would be, you know, roughly at the, at this halfway point. So that's, so there's something, you know, nice about that. Again, the arms just sort of scribbled in, but I think if you get them, if you get a really good gesture and then you kind of have the arms roughly in there, you could take your time and really develop, you know, all of the details and stuff on it. Um, and because it would relate, you know, you, you know, you really could have something that, that would be pretty, um, be pretty pleasing. This one. Yeah, I think I struggled on this one because it was more foreshortened. You know, the legs were actually considerably longer than the torso because of our point of view. And I got this really out of whack foot over here. Um, but again, it was just uh, just so fun, this sort of finding the, you know, finding the movement. Um, but yeah, no, I struggle. I do. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a challenge, I think, you know, and even, you know, people that I really admire their figure drawings and I really admire their, you know, their gestures and stuff like that. I think they'll they'd admit the same thing. It's a struggle. What's funny though, sometimes is like, sometimes, you know, it's the thing that, that, you know, you're, you're like, oh, I hate that part. Somebody else loves it. <laughs> you know, you can't explain it. You know, that's yeah. like, it's like the magic of art, you know, like you make it, you're like, God, I hate that part. And somebody else just falls in love with it. It's, I think it's really, can be, can be this really magical thing. Um, just a couple more. Oh yeah, the skydiver one. Fun. Yeah, I like this one. I like the, I like this back leg. That one I didn't didn't really try too hard on it, and I think there's some nice there's some nice like sort of uh, character to it. Um, and then finally last one. Yeah, couldn't quite get that last leg in the back, but too much obviously too much on hand. Look at me, like <laughs> you know, look at all that. Ah, just scribbling away at it. But anyway, um, okay. So I would love to see is, if anybody really, if anybody would like to show theirs, I will. I'll spotlight you. Does anybody want to want to go for it? You see, like I can uh, go first. Excellent. Everybody else is yeah. going to be so much better than mine, then they won't. No, no. Oh, no. stop it. No, no, absolutely not. Okay. So no I got very thing. little done on anything. <laughs> I know it's fairly light. Can you see any of it? I can see it. No, I really can see it. I, I like what you're, you know, I like the way that you're going through it. Um, I think I just, you know, I would say like, I, I, I think that, that what you're doing is it makes perfect sense. Um, and for the gesture, just keep moving, you know, just keep the movement going and let, you know, don't worry, don't worry too much if it's, you know, scribbly. I, I don't think, let's see that. Oh, that's nice. Hold it back just a little bit further so we can see the whole, yeah, just a little bit more. Yeah, yes, right there. Mm -hmm. Good, good, good length on the legs, I think. I think the legs, uh, and I'm going all like, legs. that was Mm -hmm. No, again, I think a good relationship of the leg length. That was a, this is a really challenging, you know, uh, thing to get. I took him this nice. way since he was mm -hmm. falling like that. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then this one. Excellent. From the beginning to the end, you got more confident, you got more comfortable, um, but all the way through, really, uh, really great um, use of, of what we talked about today, about trying to think about the body in sort of two pieces and, and doing the, you know, sort of making the legs long enough. And nothing got squeezed in there. You didn't yeah. truncate it. Nothing got squeezed in there. So I really think that was um, uh, yeah, you know, well done. Cut it in half. And yeah, that was very helpful. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Any any other takers? Come on, guys. I'll yeah. share. I would like to say that uh, you are an inspiration, Harriet. Um, you know, um, just you know, seeing you here and just seeing you practice along with us is a is a huge inspiration for me. And I just uh, I think that you should just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. Just keep going. You know, um, you're definitely going to get where you're going to be. So you know, if I see you here. That makes me happy. Well, thank you. Yeah. This is fun. I, I think so. you're an inspiration too. <laughs> I agree. I find you very inspirational. So, um, absolutely. See, you can do it even when you're 70 years old. You can pick up art. Doesn't matter how old you are. Yeah, it doesn't absolutely matter. Doesn't matter. Okay, guys, let's see yours. Any other takers? I want to see. Uh, I'm not gonna. Go. I'm not gonna force you. I'll go. Okay. Oh yeah, Amber. Here's the first two. You can see them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh oh, we're getting we're getting some. I'm not sure if it's if it's my end or, or your end. Um, here. you're freezing a little bit. Yeah, or, I can see you, Amber. Oh, I can ah, see her. There it is. It's probably yeah. It's probably me. Mm -hmm. Here, good. All right, now, hopefully, everybody see Amber's drawing? Excellent. What an improvement, I think, from last week. You know what I mean? Like, the, the legs look yeah. great. Um, you, you fit them all on the page. Just, I mean, just a real, like, it's, um, it's so wonderful to see it. That skydiver, yeah, I truncated a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I didn't realize I did it until I did it. But yeah, it's like, it don't yeah don't be don't beat yourself up at all it's uh that's the thing about it you look and you realize and and then it like then you can you yeah can i totally realized cool. it after i pulled back yeah very very nicely handled figures today a lot very loose and gestural and so they've got a lot of like uh they've got a lot of motion they've got a lot of action in them so yeah. i think that's uh like that's the that's the best place to start and then everything else can really kind of you know they can start to follow Follow I also through. started doing this, the the ellipses exercises you had us do at first. While you're cool. reading all the the thing in the morning, <laughs> I do that. Yeah, I do it too. It really does loosen up my hand. What is That's it? great. Well, uh, it's, yeah. So I uh, um, I've I've been neglecting it, but but uh, I'll I'll, uh, I'll I'll share my. Oh, I'm yeah. probably frozen. In frozen? In ellipses, yeah. yes. Sorry, I'm sorry oh. if I'm I'm sorry if I'm frozen. I apologize. Yeah, it just loosens yeah. up your hand. Ellipses, yeah. So ellipses. Oh. Um, yes, I, I think so too. Uh, an ellipse um, is is a trickle shape. Oh, shucks. 
I think I'm, I think I'm frozen again. Symmetrical shapes. So let's see. So we have a, a long axis. We don't have to do all this, but just the principle, right? Long axis and short axis, right? And they, uh, they have to sort of bisect at their middle point. And so with our tablet, it's, it's a lot easier to, you know, sort of draw one and right and make it perfect, right? It can be, it can, it can be this perfect shape or whatever, but to practice it, practice it i just like to freehand them paper i think is is a little bit better than on on tablet but you can so uh oh, sorry uh derp. <laughs> um yeah so practice it by sorry make it a little wide, a little bigger just see if you can't draw one by hand and then i just have i have my students draw 50 of them so we count them out one two one through 50 and uh, by the time, you know, by the time you've drawn 50 bad ellipses, your hands all warmed up and you're, you know, it's like, it's this thing that you, um, it's this thing that might be there for you when you need it, right? When you really want to, you may really need to draw one someday. And um, having this, having done this practice, uh, it can help train your eye, you know what I mean? Like you can start to see like, you know, so if I take this and I, Turn it around and be like, ah, look, it looks like as I'm as I'm moving through the the sweep, like I'm putting a little bit, you know, too much over here or too little over there. And so um with uh with a little bit of with practice and stuff, and make them thick, you know what I mean? Why not? Just go around the track a couple times and and it's for me, I like I like to sort of encourage that you're that you're really drawing from the shoulder with this sort of a thing and not really not really craning the you know the delicate wrist um you know all, all of the all of you know we were talking about carpal bones and stuff earlier like so all of your you know your 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 fine muscles and your tendons that run through all that you know the carpal that's how you get the carpal tunnel like it gets you know you you know you develop all that like scar tissue and swollen arthritis and then it's hard to use your wrist and stuff. But if you, you know, so if you try to, if you try to practice like keeping, keeping this area fairly sturdy and using your rest of your arm to draw with, it can, it can be a good practice for your body. But also, you know, it's like, it's not to say that you can't ever, you know, sort of move your, your fine muscle movements around or, you know, to, to have a little bit of this going on. It's just a, it's a practice. It's just something to, just something to, to try out and to, and to see if you, um, you know, again, if like, if you're, if you are, you know, drawing something really small, maybe you got to do, you know, just a little bit of this, but if you're, if you're trying to draw something larger, you know, now you have much more range of motion, right? your shoulder muscle is much stronger than, you know, than some of these really much finer, smaller muscles in your, in your wrists and hands. So that's the ellipsy practice. You know, it's like thinking about this, just trying to get this perfect shape that, you know, you <laughs> it's almost, it's impossible to get. Um, but I'm glad you practice it, Amber, especially while I'm like painfully reading off all that, all that stuff in the morning. <laughs> yeah, it's one more Oh yeah, I'm glad. That's that's the best advice. That's the best advice to do during that. So, Spirit, can we see your drawings? Do you mind? I'm gonna put yeah. you on the spot. Awesome. Yep. 
All right, so this is the first one. Wow. And I did some some of the skeleton sketches. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And then let's see. I did this one. God darn it. Technology. Yeah. I'm glad paper awesome. doesn't do that. Awesome. I really love right. the strong, I like the strong edge that you put onto it too. I think that's very confident. It really it makes it really beautiful to look at. Cool. Yeah, really beautiful to look at. Wonderful. Yeah. Very graceful. And then the hands are, you know, hands have a really strong sort of like, you know, proportion relationship that looks great. Cool. And this is the skydiver. Awesome. I found that yeah, um that one's awesome. Drawing like a um a through line has been really helpful. Um like yep. like this one, like the skydiver. You know, so just kind of seeing the basic way that that you know, give me just a second. Just just the just doing that bottom line is really mm -hmm. helpful. You know, yeah. just to kind of give an idea of, of the flow of the body. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm so I'm so glad that uh um that you're all having fun with it. Yes. You know, and you're like already there's improvement, I, I think, you know, just from just from checking everything out last week and to, you know, to this week, there's already improvement. So I can't encourage you all enough. Uh, it, it really it's a, it's a it's a big high you know, to, to see you all and to, to draw with you. So. Um, so, again, thank you all again for, for coming. Um, and, uh, and thank you for watching. Join us next week. We're going to be drawing for tattooers. Uh, happy drawing, everybody. We'll see you next stream. Okay. Hey, can Bye I ask there. a quick question oh, yeah, really quickly? Yeah, go ahead. Um, yeah, please. Just because um, I would like to work on some value studies. Um, ah. is, is there any type of, is there anything that I could do to work on value? Like what, what kind of homework can I have? Can I give myself? This is a, this is a great question. So uh, I would, I would, uh, you know, it, it's, it might be better with, uh, with, you know, with a planer mug, but I like to draw a coffee mug. <laughs> I like to draw a coffee mug. Again, it's sort of this, this, this cylinder, but you have a night, if you, if you have a really strong light that sort of shows against it, you're going to see all of the, the anatomy of the shadow. These are, uh, um, some, you know, we've covered it in, 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 other, in other episodes and there's, there's lots of information about it, but essentially what you want to get is this, this relationship of like, you're, you're showing where the light's coming from its direction. You're, uh, you're showing how the, how the form you know, is, is being described by shadow. And then you're also showing the, the casting of the shadow too. I think, you know, for me, I like, to, you know, I like to sort of separate shadows into two main groups there's the form the shadow that's on the form and then there's the shadow that's cast by the form mm -hmm. um so i think if you maybe that'll be maybe that's a good way to think of it right as you're looking 
look for the edge quality of the shadows that you're drawing. So if it's a softer edged, you know what I mean? Like on the form, right? That's, that's, you know, that's the form starting to turn away from the light source, right? And it's a really extreme drop off, especially if there's just, you know, one really strong light source, it's going to be like, uh, you know, it's going to go from very light to, to, to slightly darker to really dark right away. Cast shadows oftentimes are much, much sharper, crisper sort of, you know, there's a much sharper and crisper edge quality. So, so my coffee mug I showed, that's a, that's a cylinder, uh, uh, roll of tape. You know what I mean? So with this roll of tape, I can hold it. Uh, so hopefully I can just sort of hold it. So you can see like a, we have a stronger, oops, this side, <laughs> stronger light source over here, right? And a sort of slightly mm -hmm. softer sort of shadow edge. I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm, if I'm, yeah. if my, my connection is bad, but as it, as it turns, right, it gets really dark, right? Uh, here, this core shadow on this other side, right? This is, there's another light source, but you could also think about like reflected light. You know, if you only had one light source, light would, you know, go to the other side and reflect back. But one light source is going to be the strongest one. So that's usually, I think a good way to think of it. Like, I mean, I guess if you had two, if you had, if you put something perfectly in the middle and had two exactly the same strength light sources, you could have this, you know, then you can have this really strong sort of core like we have here. But, but generally what we find in, we, we find it in nature often is that there's going to be one light source that's much, much stronger. And that's going to be the sort of the highlight, right? So the, you know, when we say the highlight, we're, we're often talking about the plane that's reflecting the light source most directly. And so if you want practice value, um, you'll look for how the shadows look. And then the other, one other tip I would give is to, is to squint your eyes. And so when I, when I say to squint your eyes, it, it, it means um, it's not about like making your eyes blurry so that you don't, you don't, you know, uh, you can't barely see you're trying to sort of reduce the color information and you're just really sort of seeing the dark and the light more clearly. And so as you look at an object, you'll see the pattern of light and shadow. As you, as you squint your eyes down, it becomes more obvious that this is light, this is shadow. Um, and so, so try that out. I, you know, uh, grab some simple objects, could be a cylinder. If you have like a baseball, so like a sphere, a spherical object, that's a really good one. Put that in front of you, shine a bright light on it. You'll start to see that form shadow sort of shaping the sphere of the ball. You'll see the cast of shadow that it lays on the, on the surface that it's sitting. You might even see a little bit of reflected light. But just remember, you know, like we were talking about that highlight concept. Make the highlight bright. Make that, make that reflected light very subtle, right? If there's another light source, make it more subtle. You can add drama that way, but it also, it, it makes it more clear. It makes it just clearer for the audience. So, um, uh, I, uh, I think um, it's, it's a really great point. We should cover more value. Um, and so perhaps uh, that's a, that'd be a really great, really great subject to tackle again uh, next week. So, um, so yeah, so join us next week. And we're gonna talk more about like drawing stuff and we're gonna draw together. And uh, so hopefully you enjoyed it. 
and hopefully uh, you also, you know, learn something too. So again, thank, thank you everybody. You. Uh, yeah, of course. Happy 